All right, welcome back to another great episode of Dan on Top. I'm your host, Dan Lukowitz, and today we have with us, literally live in the field, the principal of Value Add Partners Incorporated, Daryl Brooks. Daryl, how you doing? Doing fantastic, Dan. Thanks, thanks for having me on today. Hey, it's my pleasure, and thanks for joining us. Daryl is literally out there scoping out an apartment complex and decided to take some time out of his day to join us and provide value. Now, we're going to talk all about that. We're going to talk about Daryl, talk about what he does. But before we get into it, I want to know a little bit about him personally. So, Daryl, if you could share with our viewers, who is Daryl Brooks? Yeah, well, I've been uh, in the building trades most of my life. I uh, got started uh, kind of in the real estate stuff when I was 13 with my parents, helping them, uh, you know, flip properties. They'd buy HUD homes and we'd flip them and they'd lease them out and eventually sold them on a, on a land contract and uh, got into the kind of the real estate building world uh, shortly after getting out of the Navy. Um, been a contractor, builder, carpenter for the last 25 plus years, have over 100 million square foot of building renovation under me. Uh, based out of Detroit and pretty much anything there from buildings that were built in the 1800s to brand new builds, ground up, you name it, pretty much you've seen it all. Wow, that is and, a lot uh, of building. Yeah, it is. Well, I always joke with people, they go, 100 million square feet. I'm like, well, I actually quit counting at 100 million. Like, what's, what's the point? Right? You know, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I ran a real big outfit there for a long time. Uh, we, would, we would rough and build between like four and a half and eight million square feet of different types of properties every year low-income housing tax credit jobs i mean just all kinds of different uh you know different types of sorry about that different types of uh buildings apartments single family commercial build out stuff just whatever awesome awesome wow quite the background and what is it exactly that you do today so about two years ago, uh, I met a guy at a conference down in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, we were both contractors. We operated in different spaces, and um, he had a very strong presence in the student housing, working for a large property management company, was their preferred vendor, operating in 37 different states. So he and I have both been doing this work for other people our whole lives um, on the contracting side, but we, we weren't getting any equity or ownership in these different deals. So... Um, we learned how to do it, and we, we started about two years ago going and buying apartments, partnering with different people, just bringing different folks into the deals to, to get doors closed and acquire different properties. Awesome, awesome. And from what I understand, now you're heavily involved in, in syndication. Is that correct? Yeah, we syndicate deals. We partner with people that are syndicating deals. Um, we do a lot of a lot of different stuff, and we're, we're kind of different. A lot of folks, you know, they work with a lot of different GCs and stuff like that. And um, there's there's two areas that deals go bad. People buy them wrong; they pay pay too much, or it's yeah. just a bad deal structure, or the renovation portion, or, or the due diligence, looking at the property, really investigating how how what what. So in that, in that regard. Kevin and I, because of our experience and just all the building, we know where the skeletons are. We know where these problems tend to occur in these different buildings, areas to look at where we can ferret out a lot of the different uh, hidden damage that a lot, of, a lot of people would miss. But the bigger thing is we look at it through the eyes of an investor and not a GC. Even though that's part of what we do, we, 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 we're construction managers on the deals that we get involved with in that. Um, we look at it through the eyes of an investor. We're not trying to make our money off the construction. You know, we're trying mm -hmm. to be part of the deal, part of the GP side, and we help everybody make money. And we use our experience and our knowledge and our expertise to be able to understand what makes sense um, 
sometimes people go too crazy, they put too much into a unit. Sometimes people are putting too little. They're not maximizing the potential income, which equates into the potential value of that property once it's stabilized. So would you say that's what separates you from other syndicators, that you kind of have a real macro view of things, both as a, a general contractor perspective and an investor perspective? Absolutely. And, you know, again, the general contractor's coming in there. He's, he's, you know, getting his bids, whatever, putting his markup on it, things like that. You know, that's where he's making his money. You know, we, we look at it as a long-term play, you know. So when we come in there and, and we kind of separate ourselves different from a lot of these syndicators, syndicators, they make their money off of syndicating deals through charging fees and mm -hmm. how they do their deal structures and, and stuff like that. We operate off of a different type of a syndication model. We do do tr traditional syndication, but we also have a different model that we operate off of that, uh, you know, once people understand it, they, they really they like it because uh, it, it does a lot to mitigate risk. Uh, they get their money back much quicker. They get paid multiple ways and they stay in the deal even after their money's been paid back to them. So tell us a little bit more about that model, if you could elaborate a little bit. Yeah, so on our deals, our goal is to reposition this property, get it stabilized within, you know, a minimum of 12 months in a day. So you're out of that short-term capital gain mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and so generally speaking, it normally takes closer to 18 to 24 months. Sure. And so what we're, what we're doing there, and that's because you have current leases in place and tenants in place you have to work around. So we go in there and our, our investors are paid a pref while, while their money's in place. So while we're repositioning the property, they get a pref on their money. So once we get it stabilized, we have the 90% occupancy for the 90 days, we look to put long-term you know, agency debt on it, whether it mm -hmm. be Freddie, Fannie, HUD, CMBS, whatever that might look like. So we do a cash out refi. And the way we underwrite our deals is our goal is to get our investors 100% of their money back at that point. So they would get 100% of their investment back. And where a lot of syndicators would either kick them to the curb or change the equity structure in the deal at that point, we don't. They maintain their equity throughout. And every deal is a little different. There might be somewhere there would be a, maybe an equity shift. It just depends. But our goal is to give them their money back. They maintain their equity in the deal. So they're getting paid for the net cash flow from the property once it's stabilized they maintain that equity they get that mailbox money every month sure and the return at that point becomes infinite because they don't have anything at risk anymore they've already gotten their return back you know mm -hmm. so the other part is they maintain their equity in the deal so on these cash out refis right now you know 70 75 percent is is about what you can get on them um you know so we're still got 25 to 30 percent equity that's being maintained in the property if we choose it to sell it at some point down the road. Our goal is really to hang on to this stuff until everybody dies. We, mm -hmm. Unlike a traditional syndication where we need to sell the property in order to pay our investors off, we pay our investors off by doing the cash out refi sure. on this. And so they stay in that deal, they maintain that equity. And then if we sold the property, they would get their percentage of equity on that. And kind of the fifth way we, we pay our investors is through cost segregation. And so we work with a guy, his name's Terry Judge. He's out of the Detroit area, sure. core advisors. Terry's a great guy, and they, we know before we ever even move forward on these deals, we know what that cost seg number is going to be. And so it provides, uh, you know, depreciation that we can chop up in the deal pretty much immediately, however we want to. So if we've got yeah. somebody just had like a killer year, you know, and they, they really wanted, they needed that, that, that depreciation to offset the income they had, you know, we can adjust that. We can provide our investors a bigger portion than what their equity portion would be of that cost segregation. Wow, that's awesome. So you've got a really, like I said before, kind of a macro perspective of how to provide value to your investors, which is really what it's all about. So, Daryl, now tell us, why multifamily? 
So, you know, um, single family, Kevin and I, we've both done that. And it's just, there's a lot of, you know, you just got to do, there's so much more work, you know, to, to, do, to get a hundred doors in, in single family. I got to close on a hundred mortgages. Yeah. You know, I've got to go through a hundred different deals. I can buy one 100 unit property and boom, I'm there. And just historically multifamily, because people have to have somewhere to live. You know, it's been one of the strongest, you know, classes in a commercial real estate investment. I mean, right now, industrial's hot, it's booming, it's going crazy. Retail, well, not so much, you know. The multifamily, even through this pandemic, has really been relatively stable as far as that goes. There's, there's been the moratorium on rents, but the, the, the good operators have been having communication with their tenants and they're working through these situations. And now there's obviously all this rental assistance that the federal government put out. Yeah. So the folks that are still standing they're they're going to be they're going to be in a really good shape. I mean, that's twenty five thousand dollars per tenant that qualifies that uh, you know they can apply for. And the good thing about this is most states the landlord initiates that rental assistance. So mm -hmm. that's that's why we like this. So being able to scale, we can scale much quicker, and also just the stability historically just across the board. Sure. Yeah, those are all definitely very good points. So Daryl, talk to us about the types of properties that interest you. Yeah. So, you know, um, everyone always talks about value add and, and we'd like to say, well, what does value add mean? Because it means different things to different people. You know, sometimes the value you're adding is strictly a management play. The, the property we just left, um, you know, it's it was redone about 15 years ago. Uh, it's in good shape. It's, it's a good looking property, but it's strictly a management play. You know, you can tell the way the property's been maintained. The management doesn't care. There's nothing there for the tenants. It's very stale. It's very sterile looking so sometimes when you're doing a value add it's literally it's it's a management play you're getting in you're getting a better management company to come in there to set up process processes and systems that make it more tenant friendly make your mm -hmm. tenants able to communicate with the the property uh in a more efficient manner providing amenities and stuff that you know people want to live there um things like that most people when they think value add they think of oh it's a rundown you know yeah piece of, garbage and we like to say we take turds and we polish them into diamonds that's you know what that's really what we do and we like those kind of properties the problem is the appetite on the lending side sometimes is not as strong when your occupancy is really low and your apartments are in really rough shape and they need a lot of work you're talking putting 15 20 25 uh, we're going to go look one in paris texas next week you know, they have budgeted $45,000 a door going wow. into this thing. It's been vacant for 15 years, you know. Wow. Um, so those are really kind of real super heavy value add ones. And uh, there's just a lot of different ones. So we look for that workforce housing. We like the B and C areas. Um, you know, we'll look at anything. It's just the numbers have to make sense, whether it's and if we can get the lending on it. You know, you have to find the lending. You know, got to get that taken care of. Sure. So, you know, you're in a unique position, Daryl. And so far as not only are you managing the aspects of the deal and putting that together, but you're also partnering with people, right? You're partnering with yep. your limited partners to put together the actual syndication. So I'm curious yep. what qualities or what you look for when you're seeking those partners and those investors. Well, all the syndications we've done to this point have been 506C raises, you know, um, so it's been to accredited investors. And we're really wanting to open it up to do a 506B because we have a lot of people that we talk to and people that reach out to us that, you know, they're, they don't have that accredited status right now. And, mm -hmm. But they've got money. They'd like to get into a deal. They'd like to get into a thing. They like the model. They like the returns that are being projected. And so um, we're, we're looking for people that want to get into that space and people that have that, you know, 
25, 50, 100K to put into a deal, uh, you know, that, that they want to get involved in. And if, if they're not accredited, we have to do that through the 506B type raise. But we don't want people like borrowing money. You know, we don't want people borrowing money to get into deals. We don't want right. people, we don't want to take people's last 10, 15, 50K. We don't, you know, we want somebody that understands, you know, investing in anything, there's a risk involved, sure. right? And we want them to understand what those risks are and we want to help educate them. We want them to become part of the thing to where they can, you know, get a better return. I mean, you can't put money in a bank anymore. You know, stock market, you know, it is what it is. If that's your game, that's your game. Bitcoin, you know, crypto, um, there's a lot of folks operating in that space right now. It's, it's kind of, you know, volatile and stuff. This is a more stable type of an investment. The returns are, are generally, you know, um, pretty consistent. And the thing I like about it, it's tangible. You know, sure. yeah. when you invest in, in a multifamily deal, I can walk there, I can touch it, I can see it, you know, I can feel it. Um, and we, we, we use a pro platform called Builder Trend and we make it available to our investors and our partners in the GP. And what it is, it's really a project management tool. And it allows, while we're repositioning this, it allows people that are anywhere in the country, they can look in and see the progress of what's going on. Oh, wow. So they can see the, the renovations that are going on. They can ask questions, it's interactive. They can say, what about this? Um, you know, we, we share a lot of the information with them, you know, uh, budgets, you know, schedules, things along that line. But it's a very interactive tool. We just started using it. Um, we, we really, really like it. We're not 100 percent, you know, experts at it yet. So we're working some of the kinks out. But it's I think it's a great tool because there's so many people around the country that want to invest in these deals. But, you know, they only want to invest in stuff that's close to them because they do want to be able to go see it. Sure. And, you know, any of our any of our investors, our GPs are welcome to come out. They're, they're welcome to come out to our properties anytime, look at them. They want to ask questions and stuff. We can set something up and, you know, it's, it's not a problem. And myself and my partner, Kevin, we're always available to take calls from whether it be an investor or a partner or, you know, people that have an apartment they want to sell or whatever the case might be. Awesome. So, you know, you're really opening things up to allow those other people to have the same exposure that, that you love about, you know, this asset class, which is really great. So, you know, yep. you've got a, a, an incredible background, you know, 100 million plus square feet of, 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 of construction. You've got all these syndications. You're, as we see, literally doing a podcast on the road, which is pretty incredible. <laughs> I'm curious, what drives you? What is your why, so to speak? Well, I thought about that, and I was just talking to my partner about it the other day because people, oh, that's the question. That's a big thing right now. Everyone's like, you got to know what your why is, you know? And uh, people say, well, it's not, you know, it's not about the money. Well, whenever anybody tells you it's not about the money, it's about the money, right? <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's a given. Everybody's wanting to do it because of that. But I think you got to really drill, drill, drill down deeper. And, you know, my family obviously is, you know, super important to me. My wife, I've been married 38 years, got four wow. kids, got three grandkids. Um, you know, my family is really super important to me, creating a kind of a legacy of yeah. something that provides them opportunities to be able to go and do pretty much what they want to do. You know, if they want to get involved in this space, awesome. I'd love to have them there. They don't want to get involved in that space. They want to go down a different road. That's great. They'd have an opportunity to be able to do that. But I guess the real driving one, and, and I was thinking real hard about this on a flight from Atlanta over to Dallas last night. Um, I like to be the best at whatever I do. And that's really my, that's really my drive. Love I like it. to be the best. And, uh, you know, I think we've lost that here in society. I tell people, if I had to be a horse shit shoveler, excuse my language, <laughs> I would be the best horse shit shoveler in the world because, you know, there's something about that. And it's uh, some of it's competitive, some of it's whatever. But, 
you know, I think that people, when you think you've reached perfection or you think that you can't improve on something anymore, you just aren't digging deep enough. You're getting lazy. There's always ways to improve systems and processes and, you know, um, interaction, whether it be with the tenants, investors, the GPs, you know, other apartment owners, things like that. And that's really my driving why is I just I want to be the best at whatever it is that I'm doing. Love that. Love your, your striving for excellence. That's really great. Well, look, we've got about a minute and a half left. I'm going to say the same thing. Yep. Really strong background. A lot of things you've been doing. You've been in the industry for a long time, longer than I've been alive, frankly. I want to know <laughs> if you can share your top three pieces of advice for our viewers. One, get educated. You know, learn about what it is that you want to get in. You know, education costs money, whether you learn it the hard way or the easy way, right? I can learn through experience, and that's the hard way. Or I can go and I can work with somebody, you know, I can get a coach, I can get a mentor, I can get a whatever, you know, that's number one. You got to get educated about whatever it is that you want to get into. Two, develop a relationship with a person. You know, the one and done stuff, uh, Kevin and I, we're not about that here at Value Add Partners. We like to build long-term relationships and partnerships that people, it's going to be a long-term thing. We want to do multiple deals with somebody. I don't want to just be a one and done with people, you know, that's something. So build those relationships, expand your network, you know, really get out and network. And then, you know, three, I guess would be figure out what your why is. Why do you want to do what you're doing? You know, because that that's really when it comes down to it, that's really what's going to keep you motivated. That's what's going to get you up. That's what's going to really make you drive you to that point to where it's like, okay, you know, I've got to go do this. I know it's going to suck today, but whatever, you know, that's knowing that why understanding that and, and always constantly working to, you know, reach that, 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 that point where you're kind of like that nirvana in a sense where you're everything's fired on all cylinders rarely happens, but you know, it's, uh, it's, it's the journey to get there, you know? So love it. It's the importance of education, develop relationships and figure out your why. Well, Hey, Daryl Brooks, principal of value add partners incorporated. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. A mix to your time in the field. Really appreciate it. Yeah, Dan, I can't thank you enough for having us on. And obviously, we're real easily found everywhere. Anybody wants to reach out, have any questions, feel free to do it. So hope everyone has a safe day and thanks again. Awesome. Well, hey, I'm Dan Lukowitz. This has been another great episode of Dan on Top. Look forward to seeing you soon. The next guest, is she, uh, is she ready? Okay.